Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now I'm out and about here at the Hospitality Expo right here in the RDS, uh, which is the largest gathering of Irish hospitality professionals in 2024. I'm going to meet some chefs, some foodies, some business people. But a person who I've been wanting to meet, because I haven't seen him in a while, is our very own chef, Nevin Maguire, uh, from the Black Line, the McNean House Hotel. Fabulous place. Nevin, you're very welcome to the programme. Bobby, it's great to see you looking so well, and thank you for coming along. And It's, it's a great show. I'm really enjoying it. Isn't it? And, and you know what? I, I, there's been a lot of... I suppose negativity around hospitality of late and I'm only here about half an hour but I got a buzz you know I got the sense that people are here obviously they're reflecting that times are tough but people are trying to do business well you know every every I suppose industry goes through tough times and it's about just knuckling down keeping your head down just doing your best I know there's so many good people within the hospitality this year in McNean House we celebrate 37 years open I remember cooking for very few people struggling now we have 60 staff employed which is incredible in a small little rural village so I understand difficult times hard times and we just have to try and get through them we have a lot to be very grateful for and a lot to offer in the hospitality industry from the great food to the produce that's where it all starts for me the good food and produce because I go around the country like yourself you meet some very interesting people who are very creative and innovative and it's about what's local what's real that's for me is the biggest trend in food keeping it real and letting your customers know where their food comes from one of the things I, I suppose that I I sort of struggle with is you know you talk about you know the the providence you talk about sourcing locally you talk about paying people a fair wage and a good wage but all those things cost money and then you have to square that with a steak costing 60 euros or you know or a, a main course costing 50 euros because I'm paying somebody a living wage because I'm buying the stuff from a local farmer or a veg grower down the road so one of the challenges I always see I suppose across the sector is you know it's great having all this but will people pay for it yeah, and I mean, I suppose for me, it's about educating people about what's quality. You know, I mean, like, you know, food has a certain price point, and if they think that, oh, I could nearly make as good, if not better, at home, why would they go out to eat? You know, at the at the, at the end of the day we want to give our guests an experience and that's what we try and do listen one thing I've seen since Covid is the amount of cancellations we get that definitely has changed and that people say oh my god you're booked up so far ahead but definitely we are booked up but we get lots of cancellations but my my whole thing in the business is give people value for money people's perception of value for money is different you know yeah. everyone's is different but we want to offer them an experience like you're not going to come to my restaurant you know once a week you know you come for a special experience a special treat it's all Irish customers we get so we listen to them we know that and I'm very conscious of what we charge we don't have any supplements on our menu it's one price you know there's nothing extra for bread or sides or that so people know that they're going to get nine courses you know for 120 euro and that that's what we charge they're getting the best fillet steak they're getting prime lobster and um, they're getting uh, the likes of uh, lobster and halibut so really good quality ingredients which there is a cost I mean if if you're going to cook the best you have to buy the best and there is a cost in that no matter what yeah 
Uh, finally, Nevin, um, I've been enjoying immensely uh, the latest series with your Portuguese cuisine. I'm going to Portugal actually in May. And I'm looking forward to it because I haven't been there for a few years. But you must really enjoy that series. You know what? I love the Portugal people. I think they're really good, kind people. I love the food there. And Portugal, for me, I've seen a lot of it, is very diverse. Down in the Algarve, it's very fish orientated, whereas Alentejo, they have beautiful wines, but really good, kind of like black pork, they call it. So it's very regional. I've done a lot of Porto. Anyone thinking, oh, I'd like to go away for the weekend? Porto, I would definitely recommend. Lisbon, they're great city breaks, which are good value, beautiful food, and the most gorgeous wines. So yeah. I always say, Bobby, I have the best job in the world, eating, drinking, and learning. You never stop learning. That's what I love about my job. Well, keep on learning, keep on traveling, and keep on enjoying doing what you're doing, Nevin, because you're, you're a great ambassador uh, for Ireland and for Irish cuisine. So keep the show on the road. Thank you so much, Bobby. Right. And it's always lovely to see you, my friend. Thank you. No, I'm still here at the RDS and I'm down on the main floor. I wanted to talk to some of the exhibitors. Uh, one business that caught my eye, Bulan Blasta, a cafe, a bakery, a retail and wine bar. I'm delighted to welcome Heather, the CEO and owner of Bulan Blasta. Heather, you're very welcome to the programme. Hi, Bobby. Great to be here. Now, I know you for your smoked onion mayo. This is the product that I think you've made a real name for yourself. Tell the nation about this product. Oh, well, a four-time Blossom Hair and award-winning product. Uh, we're on retail shelves in over 400 stores nationwide. A lot of independent cafes, delis, uh, gourmet food shops. We also have a food service offering of our smoked onion mayo. Uh, so that's why we're here today. We're talking to chefs, we're talking to hospitality, trying to get the word out there that you can now put smoked onion mayo on your menu. And was the evolution of the smoked onion man, mayo something that you were make, you came up with yourself in the cafe and it's become, I suppose, the biggest part of your business now? Yes, uh, it's a, definitely a growing part of our business. I'm a chef by trade. I don't know if you remember that, but and I, one day I smoked some onions in the kitchen probably a quiet February day and uh, mixed it with some mayonnaise, some magic happened. We put it in on the menu, we put it into jars and then it just took off from there. Now we have a food manufacturing facility where we do our sauces. We've introduced the smoked onion salsa, which is our newest product and we have a spicy version of our smoked onion mayonnaise as well. So they'd be our top three sellers with our USP of that smoky onion flavor. Fantastic, well done to you Heather. A man who has a role here at the Hospitality Expo 2024 is Noel Cunningham. He's an ambassador for Harvey's Point Hotel, a hotel he previously ran. And Noel, you're very welcome to the programme. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. And yes, indeed, like myself, we're at that age. There are three ages now I've discovered. There's young, middle-aged, and when you turn 70, as I did recently, you're looking very well, Noel. You know, but isn't it great to be here? Well, Noel, can I endorse that? Because you are looking very well. For a man who's 70, you look absolutely fantastic. And you've got that energy and that that hospitality. You're a man who understands hospitality, I think, that very few people actually can actually get the intricacies of it. You're one such person. Do you love hospitality? You know, I've always loved people and it's always so important in everything I've done with teams down the years to impress that the thing people remember most 
will not be the magnificent chandelier or the beautiful pile of the carpet. I'm not saying they don't help. They're all part of the offering. But what people will remember is that someone reached out and used your name and said, good afternoon, welcome. Nice to have you with us. May I do anything for you? If there is anything you need, I would so hate in our great hospitality industry that we would lose that magic. And what do you make of hospitality today, Noel? As somebody who's been in it for decades, uh, it's it's gone through challenges. We've got a situation where there's probably not enough uh, hotels relative to the marketplace. There's difficulties around attracting and retaining staff within the business. There are issues around VAT, costs of doing business, etc. It's become a very challenging space and do you reflect on that at all? I do and I suppose it's with some sadness at times as well. I think primarily we need to make sure that we present the image of our industry with care. You know, it's important to sell our industry to young people and that idea that there are careers, many careers, under one roof in a hotel. You know, there's, you don't just have to be the general manager. There are so many other opportunities. And I suppose when I look at hospitality compared to when I started out training, I sometimes get sad about the erosion of standards, the demanding of good standards, you know. And we used to sort of say, ah, that's old fashioned, let's, you know, let's do away with that. But we always kind of um, perhaps stood the risk of throwing out the baby with the bathwater. You know, there is nothing to beat a standard where you are providing the best for the people who are coming through your door and paying good money. And we won't even go into this whole, you know, balance of rooms available now, particularly up in my part of the country in Donegal, where I spend a great deal of my time promoting my beautiful county. And now we're at a situation we mightn't have a bed for visitors who would come to our county. And that's extremely worrying. And I lay some of the challenge at the door of government to come up with a better plan. Yes, we have to honour our obligations in international law and hospitality to those who are in need. We, we, were, we were in the same position ourselves when we went in our droves to the UK and America. But it's an area that we need to look seriously at because we don't want to damage the hospitality industry that we've created over years. Now I'm continuing to wander around the exhibition here. Really, really exciting stuff. There's a big talk about sustainability. Uh, I've come across a really cool stand, which is amazing lights. It's called Copperfish. Uh, they're a lighting company, and they seem to make lights out of the most wonderful old wood, and the bulbs are really old. And I'm going to talk to Owen Shanley because he's uh, the CEO here and owner at Copperfish and he's going to tell me how it all works. Good morning Joan, how are you? Good morning Bobby, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. So yeah, welcome to Copperfish. Yeah, now this is radio, so maybe you could describe the lights better than I could for our listeners. Yeah, so we make lighting from essentially from historical timbers. Okay. All our timber has to have a story before we use it. We have the timber from everything from local Stormfall and Wicklow beach to the actual Dublin port timbers that were laid by the British Empire in the 16, 1700s. 
We're all about sustainable lighting. We make everything from by hand in a workshop in Wicklow. So the story then around the piece of wood is the beginning and you you infuse that timber then into the most beautiful light because the, the bulbs and the glass, they just look amazing. Oh, thanks, yeah, we put a lot of work in. They're our own light bulbs. We get them made up for us to our own specs. And we, yeah, we make everything now. We started this from the kitchen table eight years ago. Right. We moved out to the garden shed to a small workshop and now we're in a big, uh, we've a um, commercial unit. We have a workshop downstairs and a showroom upstairs in Rathnew in the industrial estate. So for example, if I may say, we're doing a few projects at the moment. Like we did the the beautiful eco retreat up in Lara, the Deerstone, and that was all done in the local Wicklow timber. Okay. We're doing a piece for Cooper's Cross in Dublin City now, and we're actually making planters and lighting from the actual Dublin Port timbers that were laid within walking distance of the building. So I remember years ago, uh, a, a walnut tree, an old walnut tree, blew down that my father had, and he managed to get a table made out of it. He reckoned, he reckoned it was the most expensive table that, he ever, that was ever made. <laughs> but nevertheless, we ended up with this walnut table that was absolutely magnificent. But it came from a felled tree, yeah. uh, and he made sure that it was taken from the felled tree that so that's kind of what you do so if somebody had some maybe interesting timber that had a story that was a beautiful tree in their back garden or something you could make a suite of lights out of it we can we can yeah and we also every piece of timber every light that leaves our premises leaves with a little handwritten note to where that actual piece of timber came from we know where every slab of timber in our workshop came from all right, folks, if you have some uh, old timber or some driftwood or something that you want to make lights out of, I have the man for you here. And his name is Owen Shanley, and he's from a business in Wicklow called Copperfish. Well done to you, Owen. Great, great job you're doing. Thanks very much. Nice to meet you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.